All right. Good morning, everybody. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this Mindset Minute. You guys are amazing. I should have been paying more attention to my comments and less time talking, but we got this right now. So um, I want to thank you for joining me for my Mindset Minute that was happening at 9 a.m. And I just had all kinds of trouble. Number one, the sound wasn't working. Number two, even though all of my stuff is fully charged, it just decided it was going to cut off. But hey, sometimes we have those types of days. Amen. And so what we have to do is remember that no matter what, you got to keep on going. You got to keep on trying. You got to make sure that, you know, you are going to try again and again and again and again, and nothing can stop you. All right. So I want to do a refresh really quickly. And I want to say hello to everybody out there um, on this Monday morning. And what we are going to do is we are going to take a moment to just share a mindset moment. So if that's okay, I just want you to get your mindset and I want you to make sure that you are ready to receive. Um, thank you. Good morning, Felicia. How you doing? Hello, Helen. How are you? Mary, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. We are getting ready to do a mindset minute. So if you're ready, I need you to go ahead and say, I'm ready. Um, Lady Heart, what is a mindset minute. A mindset minute is something that I take a moment to do every Monday morning with Christian business founders, owners, and entrepreneurs, okay? Because it is very important that as Christian business owners, we realize the power of God in our lives. Um, God gives us so much ability. He has invested so much into us that we have not tapped into simply because we don't understand what God has given us. And so every day, what I do is I take a moment to stop and I take a moment to pray, of course, but I take a moment to say, these are the things that I'm going to accomplish today. This is what I'm going to do. Now, do I always get to all those things? No, but at least my mind is set, okay? And off of that list, I'm going to achieve or accomplish some of those things. So I know that every single day as a Christian, as a business founder, as a business owner, every single day I am pressing towards the mark, okay? Now, one of the things that I want to let you guys know that as business owners, business founders, entrepreneurs right now is not to allow anybody to steal the vision that God has given to you. You know, a lot of us, we're going online. So this would include churches, nonprofits. This would include businesses that have never been online before. We're going online and we're trying to get the word out. Do you know that the haters are coming out of the woodworks to try to discourage you on the vision that God has given you? And what we're going to do is we're going to say, we don't need no haters. Okay. We don't need no no haters. What we actually need, what we actually want is to be encouraged, not discouraged. So today's mindset moment, the minute that we're going to take is going to be about um, indecision. So what is indecision? Indecision is the ability, uh, not having the ability to make a decision. Okay. And so a lot of people want to do business, but we don't, we are unable to actually make a decision. What does that have to do with anything? 
let's take it to our Christianity, if I can, and just kind of simplify things just a little bit. Um, when you decide to become a Christian, God tells you that you have to make a choice. You're either in or you're out. You're either hot or you're cold. Because if you are in that wishy-washy place, gray area in the middle, God says, I'm not going to have anything to do with you. Okay? And so the same principle is applied in business. You have to be able to make a decision. If you're going to be a business owner, then be a business owner. If you're going to be a Christian business owner, then be a Christian business owner. Take your stand. Do what it is you got to do so you can move ahead. The thing about indecision is that it traps you in a place, a conundrum place, a place that's kind of like the doldrums. Do you know what doldrums are? Doldrums is when you're out to sea, right? And there are waves but there's no wind. So that means that your boat is sitting there waiting for something to happen. And that's what indecision does to us, okay? And as business owners, business founders, we cannot, hi Sharif, thank you for joining. Um, we cannot allow um, indecision to take control of our lives. And if you're out there listening to all the negative, negative Nancys out there, um, guess what? you are going to always be in a place of indecision. You have to make a decision, okay? If you are a business founder, I know one of the things that I run into a lot, people come to me and say, Lady Heart, I have this idea, I have this idea, I have this idea, I have this idea. Guess what, honey? You need to make a decision. You can't do all of those things at once. If you try to do all of those things at once, you're gonna become overwhelmed and you're not going to be able to actually um, complete any of your tasks because you don't have any direction. You don't have any focus. So it's important for you and I as um, decision, as business owners to be able to make a decision. And sometimes we have to be able to make a quick decision. Sometimes we need to be able to think on our toes. Sometimes things have to be done in a snap. You can't wait around for people to see what their opinion is, to, for people to see if they like what you're doing or not. You have to be able to say, this is my story and I'm sticking to it, okay? And so um, if you are unable to choose, um, then you are putting yourself in a stagnant place. I want to share a scripture with you that always encourages me. Um, and this is found in James chapter one. <clears throat> and it's important as business founders to make sure that we are always girding ourselves up with the word of God. Can somebody say that with me? Gird yourself up with the word of God. Don't just read it. Don't just hear it. The Bible says that you need to be a doer of the word. You need to be an active participant of the word. You need to actually be employing the word. You need to activate the word in your life every single day. If you do this, you will begin to see the productivity, the power of God, the hand of God begin to move in your life like never before. Okay, so let me share the scripture with you. We're in James chapter one and I am going to start at, uh, at verse two. And it simply says this. Consider it pure joy, and I am reading from the New International Version. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, you may be complete, not lacking anything. If 
any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives it generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded or indecisive and unstable in all that they do. So let's go back and let's take a few minutes to break down this word because remember, this is our mindset minute. We are designed to accomplish. We are designed to overcome. We are designed to be able to go further. We are designed to have not only perseverance, but endurance. We are designed to win and not fail. So consider this. This is what the Bible says. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now, what we're going through right now, this worldwide, this global pandemic can be considered a trial of many kinds, not just for Christians, but especially for those who have businesses. And this is not directed at Christian businesses. This is directed at the world economy altogether. So my personal belief is that God is setting the stage for something greater. Okay. Because for the first time in our life, we have seen the world set to a global economy and so but that's a whole other story okay but God says consider it joy he means chalk it up in the wind column he means take this and put it on the positive side if you're taking your life and you are dividing it into two parts and you are saying on the left side is all of my wins and on the right side is all of my losses God says take your trial and put it on the left side in the wind column because when you are going through a trial that trial is actually a testing of your faith so what is a testing of your faith why is it so important Important that I chalk it up and put it in the wind column? Why is it so important that I look at this in a positive way instead of a negative way? It's important because it is a testing of your faith. It shows you what the rest of your life is going to be like. Okay, testings of your faith shows you, it shows you, it doesn't show God, it shows you what the rest of your life is going to be like. Lady Heart, how can you say that? Okay, so we're in a trial, right? We are all stuck at home for the time being. We are all trying to figure things out. Some of us, we are not employed right now. Some of us, our businesses are failing. We may have to go into foreclosure. God says, count this as, 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 as joy. Put it in the wind column, right? So when you go through a trial, do you get depressed? Do you lock yourself in your room? Do you say to yourself, it is never going to get any better? Do you turn around and do you get angry at your, at your family? Do you turn around and do you get angry at the people who were supposed to keep you on the job but decided that they couldn't? Do you blame everybody else for the situation that you're in without taking responsibility for where you're at? Hey, this is a test of your faith. And this test, depending on what your faith is doing right now, will show you what the next few days are gonna be like, few weeks, few months, few years. It's gonna show you what happens when your faith is tested. What happens when you go through a trial? I'm just saying, is all, that's all. And so the point is, when your faith is tested, it is God's opportunity to work through you. It is God's opportunity to show his glory in you. And here's the thing. Some of us, when our faith is tested, we don't let it get down. We might fall down, but we're going to get back up. We might have the arrows 
you know, coming at us, the fiery arrows coming at us, but we're going to hold up our shield of faith. We're going to cover ourselves with the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ. And we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on pushing. Does it mean that we don't face disappointments? Don't be that silly. Of course we face disappointments. Of course there are times when we say to ourselves, hey, I have to, I, I'm trying to figure this out. But guess what? We have to be decisive. We need to make a decision. We need to absolutely make a decision, okay? So God says, take the testing of your faith and count it all joy. And then he goes on to say that faith produces perseverance. Perseverance is the ability to continue going. Perseverance is the mindset that no matter what happens, I'm not going to stop. Perseverance is what causes some to be great successes and what, what others lack that will cause them to be great failures. Mm. So some of us, we don't have perseverance. And you know what? It's easy to get sidetracked, okay? Because now that we're having, you know, the, this pandemic and you're online, guess what? A whole lot of other people are online too. And everybody's got something to say about what it is that you're doing. If you're a pastor, they're saying, oh, you're a pastor. You're online. Where you been all this time? You're not prophetic. You didn't see the pandemic coming. Guess what? Nobody saw the Black Plague coming either. There's a whole lot of people that didn't see it coming. And do you know how many pandemics this world has been in before this one? But you cannot allow that kind of thing to stop you. Faith will produce perseverance. Guess what? The first time at nine o'clock when I came on, I had no sound, my video equipment cut off. Guess what? My faith says persevere. Go ahead, do it again. Somebody out there is going to be listening. And so somebody is going to need what you are saying, okay? So faith will produce perseverance. And then perseverance will work itself out in you. That perseverance will produce a maturity in you. It will produce something, some knowledge in you. Because guess what? You done been some places and you done done some things. And guess what? Not only have you been some places and done some things, but you've accomplished things even further than that. Okay? So faith will allow you to achieve perseverance. Perseverance will work out perfectness in you or a perfectness in you and it will cause you to be mature and complete in your decisions okay sometimes we don't want to take ownership for who we are and you know the choices that we make but your faith will allow you to make those choices and to stand by those choices okay so a lot of christians are falling during this time because their faith their trial has not produced that perseverance their lack of faith has been exemplified during this time okay and we don't want to be that person we want to be the person that has the awesome or the glorified testimony of god okay because all of us got a testimony all, every single person on the face of the earth has a testimony. But do you have the testimony of God's glory in your life? The only way you're going to get through that and get that type of testimony is if you exercise your faith. And only if that faith has been tested through a trial. And only if you persevere through that trial. And only if you complete that trial will you have the glorified testimony of God. The testimony that brings God glory, okay? So God goes on to say that if you allow faith to work, if you allow or produce perseverance through your trial, that you are not going to lack anything. 
It means not, you're not going to lack anything. You're not going to lack love. You're not going to lack trust. You're not going to lack, you know, your finances. You're not going to lack food. You're not going to lack friendship. You're, you're going to lack nothing. If you learn how to walk by faith, operate in faith. Guess what? Faith does some things for you. Faith causes you to always look at the at the glass as half full. You know that old saying where people say, is the glass half full or is it half empty? That's a dumb question. The glass is half full. All you're doing is saying that you don't have any faith. Are you asking me, do I have faith? Yes, I have faith. That cup is full. And guess what? Not only is that cup half full, that cup is all the way full and it's going to be overflowing if you allow perseverance to have its complete work in you. Amen. So, um, you will lack nothing. And then it takes a turn left. The Bible says, if you lack wisdom, if you think you lack something, if you think you don't know how to do something, if you are doubting in your mind, if you do not believe that God has put everything in you that you need, the Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. Have you asked God this morning? Have you really asked God about what it is that you're supposed to be doing, where it is you're supposed to be going, what's supposed to be on your list of to-dos today, okay? God says if you're lacking wisdom, if you're lacking direction, ask God. Now, you should have done that in the first place, but hey, we live and we learn. And guess what? Life teaches, and it teaches a lot, okay? So um, it says, ask God, and this is what God will do. God will give you wisdom generously. And the Bible says without finding fault. So that means it doesn't matter if you've been good or bad. It doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice. If you need wisdom, you ask God and God is going to give you wisdom generously. The Bible says if you lack wisdom, ask God and God will give it to you generously. There's a lot of people that I run into that are always complaining about the things that they don't know how to do. I ask you one question. I have one question to ask you. Do you know how to pray? Do you know how to ask God? If you know how to ask God, then guess what? God will give you what you need as far as wisdom goes, generously. Now, whole other story. Sometimes we don't want to hear from God because God is going to ask us to do something that is contrary to what we desire to do. But if you were smart, you would ask God. It's not that hard. Just ask God, okay? But it says, but when you ask, you must believe, you must not doubt. Sometimes when we ask, we doubt because we don't believe that God's will is lined up with our will and we don't believe that our will is lined up with God's will. So if you're in that place, you need to go back and you need to stop, drop everything that you're doing and you need to reprioritize what it is you're doing, okay? If it doesn't line up with the will of God, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. If your business does not line up with the will of God, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. You're a Christian business founder. You're not an ordinary business founder. You're a Christian business founder. So go back and re-examine. But it says, don't doubt. 
Do not doubt when you ask. You must believe with 100% of your heart that God is going to answer your prayer and that he's going to do exactly what he said that he is going to do in your life. Every promise that he promised you will come to full fruition despite the trial that you are in. So you have to ask and you have to not doubt. Okay? And it says that when you doubt, you're going to be like a wave of the sea that is tossed and blown by the wind. Okay? And so we do not want to be that type of person, the person that is controlled by the wind, okay? If you're going to be any type of, um, since this is talking about waves, if you're going to be any type of um, seaworthy vessel, you don't want to be the type of seaworthy vessel that needs a sail, to, to, to get you from place to place, right? So you have the boats where you throw up the sail and when the wind blows, there you go, right? But if there's no wind, guess what? You ain't going nowhere. If there's no waves, if the waves are not strong enough, guess what? You ain't going nowhere. You wanna be the type of boat that's powered by something, right? Powered by the Holy Ghost. But you wanna be the type of seaworthy vessel that is powered by something. You have some type of motor, right? Whether it's a steam engine or whether it's a gasoline or diesel engine, you wanna have something that can be powered. So all you need is a rudder, right? When you flip the switch on, the engine comes on, all you do is turn that rudder to the left, guess what, your boat is going to the left and it's moving at a fast clip. If you turn the rudder to the right, guess what, your boat is going to the right and you're moving at a fast clip. God says your faith is like that. Your faith is like a motor. Your faith is like a rudder. A rudder and a motor on a boat. Your faith will power your vessel to go to the next place. Okay? You don't want to be tossed. You don't want to go back and forth between two opinions. Because in the next verse, God says, if a person is blown and tossed by the wind, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Hmm. Now, this is a divine principle of God. It's already set in order. It is a part of the universe that he created. Okay. God created the universe. Everybody is talking about all these things out there in the atmosphere. Let's manifest this. Let's manifest that. Guess what? The orchestrator of the universe put that principle in place in the universe so that you and I could pull upon that when we need it. So the Bible says that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. If I'm tossed to and fro, if I lack faith, if I do not count it joy when I go through diverse temptations or diverse trials, I should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That's a heavy word. So if I have two choices, I am going to choose faith. I am going to choose to count it all joy. Okay? I'm not going to choose to be tossed to and fro. So it also says such a person is double-minded or in other words, indecisive. Such a person is double-minded. And remember, we talked about business founders being indecisive. If you're indecisive, you're not going to be a good business owner. You have to be able to make a a decision and you have to be able to make it quickly. So double-minded or unstable people They are unstable in everything that they do. We are unstable in everything that we do if we are double-minded. So I want to just encourage you in this mindset minute, make a decision, take your little notepad and pen, 
Write down five things that you want to get done today and move out in those things. Make a decision. If you have four different products, if you have four different cakes, if you have four different business ideas that you are trying to execute, guess what? You don't need all four of those. You just need one. Make a decision and move out in that. So this is what I'm going to leave you with. And I know that I've taken up a little bit of time, but I want to take a moment and let you know that we are going to be taking more time um, tomorrow in our faith uh faith finance and business section um that is a new thing that i'm doing and so we're going to be doing that tomorrow um we want to take some time to make sure that we are decisive consciously making a decision a positive decision and by faith trusting god that we are going to receive the best outcome so let's just take a moment to pray and then i'm going to get out of your hair and allow you to do what you need to do uh today because i need time to do what i am going to do today okay so father god we just come before you giving you glory honor and praise we thank you lord that you are doing a amazing things in our lives. We thank you, Father God, that you are just, just orchestrating every part of our lives. Lord God, we thank you that right now you have exposed the spirit of indecision to us, God. We pray that you would take this mind and not only cause it to be in you, not only cause it to be renewed, but Father God, that you would cause us to make good decisions, Lord. Decisions that represent you. We thank you, Father God, because we know that you are in control of all things. We trust you in all things. And today, Father God, we pray that we have a day of peace. We thank you for your power to operate through this day. We pray that you will bless us in our productivity. We pray, Father God, that you will bless us to be prosperous, Lord. And we give you the glory and the honor. We call it done. In Jesus' name, we're going to say amen. I want to remind you to join me in my private Facebook group, Inspire Champion Life business network where you get these mindset minutes and other helpful things tips tricks and the opportunity to network with other business founders um but also um our master class is coming up so for those of you who missed the master class um i want to say i'm sorry forgive me it's been a lot of work restructuring all of our businesses and the church to deal with COVID-19, but we have a new master class coming up and this one is going to be free. So I'm very excited to give you that information today. It's going to be coming down the pike a little bit later today. So make sure that when you see it, you get registered. Okay. And so with that being said, it is online. Yes, it is. It's online. I see. Um, so when you get registered today, uh, make sure you get registered um, and it's going to be an excellent masterclass. So beyond that, we want to say that we love you. I love you. Pastor Hart loves you. And we pray that you are having a wonderful and prosperous day. Um, until next time, we're going to say goodbye. You have a wonderful day now. <laughs>